Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrite.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated hand-cooked Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. What up with you? Oh... There's something in this world called the trappings of fame. We're going to get to it upcoming. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. We broadcast live every day from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We'll be get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, my timeline, by the way, on Twitter and on Instagram, completely lit up by people. Um, you know, they want to do ratio. Uh, ratio, um, negative to me, positive to people defending Brock Purdy, mostly when you click on their links, uh, San Francisco 49er fans or people who cover the San Francisco 49ers who tell me that I'm an idiot, tell me that I'm wrong. Uh, but usually it's actually not what, what people do now is they shoot the messenger and they do so by like, you name it. Um, I've had the, you're a terrible radio host. Your show sucks. Um, you're a basketball guy. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, th- those are probably the dumbest ones, right? Uh, one, I, 
my show may stink. This show may be terrible. It might be. But somehow I've been able to collect checks doing it for the last 21 years. So I'll put it up against anybody's. Uh, in terms of being a basketball guy, I love that one. That's one of my favorites, right? If you're a former football player, you're a football analyst, I'm not going to pretend to know as much as you. Outside of that, I know more than you. Maybe not as a guy, there's people that cover the Niners, but if you cover the Niners, like you're too close to the forest to see the trees. Um, but I do think it's interesting that when you, this is a lot like the Florida State discussion. I know Florida State belongs in. Okay, do you think with their current roster, they're better than Alabama? Well, that's not the point. Yes, that actually is the point. And just like I said with Brock Purdy, he's had a, he's way better than where he was drafted. He's having a great year. Is he the MVP of the NFL? Is he the most valuable player in the entire league? And I just sit there and go, no. I mean, he's playing with an all-star roster. And what we're seeing from him is a lot like what we saw from Jalen Hurts last year. Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate last year, got hurt late in the year, and so he didn't win the MVP. But we're watching Jalen Hurts last year, and people are like, oh, my God, everybody was wrong. I said I was wrong. Because when Jalen Hurts came out, having watched him play at Alabama and understood his strengths, but also some of his weaknesses that ultimately got him benched for Tua Tungavailoa and how he played at Oklahoma. And when they played against Oklahoma State when he was at Oklahoma, I talked to some of the OU people, and they said, like, Jalen is, he's not really warm and fuzzy. He's kind of he's a little bit manufactured. He's a little bit about Jalen, but, man, is he's buttoned, he's very buttoned up. He doesn't have, like, true flaws as a person. As a player, not a great, accurate thrower of the football when you go through the progressions. It's not what he does. So what they designed Oklahoma was, hey, if you didn't like your first read, just run it. And they designed a lot of different quarterback runs for him, which, by the way, is what they did last year for him. They've done it some this year with Shane Steichen. I bring it up because he's not playing well. It may be his knee. It may be a lot of things. But he is, on the micro, the bigger problem in the macro for the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you know what that is? I mean, we've seen this so many times over. The trappings of fame, the trappings of how many runner-ups, how many Super Bowl runner-ups stink the next year or aren't as good as they should be the next year. I mean, really, the only two teams to be able to lose in the Super Bowl and come back with any sort of uh, ferocity are the Patriots of Bill Belichick and the Chiefs with Andy Reid. Some of it's coaching. Some of it is they have arguably the two greatest quarterbacks in the history of the sport. Yes, I said that about Pat Mahomes. I'm not like Pat Mahomes run as a starting quarterback, whether he plays for 20 years or he retires this year, is as good as anyone who's ever done it. Right? You win two Super Bowls. You get to another one. You've never not gotten to an AFC championship game as a, as a starter. So those are actually the exception. The rule is usually the next year is really hard for you. And why is it hard for you? Well, some of it is that, for example, the Eagles, while I thought they were really, I mean, they were great last year, they were loaded. Remember, they played the weakest schedule in the NFL. 
So obviously, once you're first place, once you have home field advantage, all of that changes. You're also everybody's biggest game. Case in point, Seattle last night. Seattle's not a great team, but you're only on Monday night because you're the Eagles. And for Seattle, that's a huge win in their uh, a feather to put in their cap. Additionally, you lose coaches. Right, that's what happens. Right. They lost their offense coordinator, defense coordinator. And then, and I think this is a real thing. I've never been a huge Nick Sirianni guy, but I've had some um, understanding and respect of why he is how he is. When Nick Sirianni was introduced as the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, he was a stumbling, bumbling, oh my God, who did they just hire in Philadelphia? They're going to eat him alive, coach. And then it was almost like, and this is a reference, I think you guys are both maybe too young, Profet, maybe you know it. Do you ever see the movie Over the Top? You guys ever see the movie Over the Top? I can't say that I have. Uh, what about you, Bo? Over the Top? I mean, I'm looking it up now. I've never seen this before. You just, if I ask you if you see it, you don't have to look it up. Just go, I am seeing it. Now, let me check. Monty Bolaños, have you ever heard the movie Over the Top? No. Okay. You're so on your own. Over the top, two things come over over the top. One, it was a movie about arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. And it also had a great Kenny Loggins song that was on the soundtrack. So there's there's a lot of great Kenny Loggins songs on soundtracks, most notably Footloose. But this one had Kenny Loggins. Meet me halfway across the sky. Right, he had the he had the the son. He had been through a divorce. He was a uh, Sly Stallone was a truck driver, and it was a chance for his son, I think, to watch him arm wrestle in the championship in Vegas. Anyway, the other part that's memorable about Over the Top, okay, cheesy Sly Stallone, eighties was eighties or early nineties movie. Uh, 87, I okay, think. Okay, 87. Was, I turned my bat, my hat backwards. I'm like in a different, different guy. I'm like a different guy. So he would wear like a normal baseball hat, and when he'd flip it backwards, now he was it was go time. Which is kind of what Nick Sirianni did last year. I remember a couple years before, he became the head coach, and, and he... Was kind of an aw shucks, gee, what am I doing here? Deer in the headlights. And then all of a sudden last year he turned the hat backwards and he became like a WWE character. He was Ric Flair. Woohoo! Woo! Right? Talking ish to everybody, yelling at other teams, players, coaches, didn't care. But there's this thing that happens. Hey, there's this thing that happens. When that red light goes on you a bunch, you can kind of change as a person. And he's become a caricature of the coach he must have been previously to get the job. So they lose their offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen, who was awesome. Um, they lose their defensive coordinator. They, they lost a couple of players. They are old on that defensive side of the football. They've never been great in the back end. And their offense is just kind of clunky. And Jalen Hurts has been dealing with a little bit of a knee. Plus, he played, frankly, above his level last year. And they're playing against better competition on a day-to-day basis. And here you go. 
Now, if we're fair, they're not terrible. Okay, like th- their problems are first world problems at ten and four. Raise your hand if you wish your football team was ten and four. My hand is raised really, really high. But all of this is the trappings of fame, if you will, right? Jalen Hurts was the, man, I love that kid, second-round pick. Everybody was crapping on him on on draft day. They shouldn't have taken him, and he's not making any money, too. Now, Jalen Hurts is one of the highest-paid players in all of football. Nick Sirianni was, oh, man, Nick Sirianni. Like, he was such a goof when he got the job. I love that guy. He's turned into a tough guy. To now, it's like, dude, this is just an act. I don't care when football games. Players are going to be more judgmental of both, right? Because you look around, you're like, when, um, again, this is something that um, I'm going to date myself. Profet, are you familiar with Parade Magazine? The, the, the Parade Magazine in the Sunday edition of your newspaper. Uh, my, no. I only got the Toledo Blade at home growing up. Toledo Blade. Even on Sundays, they didn't have like the little parade thing in there? No, what Toledo Blade had was something called the Peach Section the peach for entertainment. Section. Peach Section. Monsi, are you familiar with it? Did you, you're not even old enough to ever, ever. Had you ever gotten a, a newspaper at your house? My, I remember my parents occasionally, you know, walking down the street and you would put like a quarter in. Lift remember that? Yeah. Remember those machines? Those yeah. Things? yeah. You're only supposed to take one? Yeah. That's back when it's on, it's on your honor. <laughs> yeah. Right on your honor. Now I saw the Orange County Register. I grew up in, it was $3 for a whole year. Yeah. Three to, what, like, why not just give it away for free? Why do I have to, $3 <laughs> for the whole year? I don't know. Anyway, they used to have, and I think they still have it, that magazine, the Parade Magazine, I think it's called, in, um, like, once a year they would have what people make. What do you make? Have you ever seen this stuff? Yeah, when you do what do you make, it totally changes how you look at somebody. Completely changes it. Right? Like you said, they go like a librarian in Omaha makes a hundred and ten thousand dollars. The hell am I doing wrong, right? Or then you like social worker in San Antonio makes forty grand. That I saw that with dumb. a Bucky's in like rural Texas, which is like a gas station plus plus grocery store. Right. And so what happens is, and I used to do this every year. I had a buddy, Dave Revson. He works for the Big Ten Network now. We used to, every year when that would come out, it was right around March, we would be doing games on the road and we'd have it and we'd play, what do you think so-and-so makes? And you'd, and then you'd take a guess, you know? It was a super fun game. But the point is that when people know you make more money, a lot more money, like what Jalen Hurts is making, we hold you to a completely different standard. He hasn't changed as a person. He's probably a little bit better as a player because he has more He's, he's seen more defenses. He's made more plays. He's made more mistakes and had more successes. Now, he's not fully healthy, so we give him a little, and they're playing against better competition, and he doesn't have his play caller who's as good, but him personally, he's probably better, but not playing as well because competition, injury, different play caller, team's not as good. But he's being judged differently because he's making a whole hell of a lot more money. So in the what's wrong with the Eagles, the answer is everything. Is it fixable? Nah. It's much more likely to not be fixed this year. Right? Because what happens is 
when you play in a Super Bowl, oftentimes you get treated, especially when you're a surprise team like the Eagles were last year, the surprise that level of dominance last year, you get treated like you're royalty, like you won the game, but you didn't win the game. And then everyone in Howie Roseman, everybody in the front office is like, look, we were this close to winning. We don't need to change much of anything. We just need to get a little bit better. But then you completely forget how hard it was to get to that point, how fortunate you had to be, how healthy you had to be, how the schedule had to be just right. Again, not saying they stink, but they've lost three in a row. And they probably should have lost to the Bills and nearly lost to the Chiefs. And part of it is their schedule is more difficult. Now, the good thing is they have the Giants twice and the Cardinals. That's the rest of their season. So they could... They could sleepwalk to twelve and six. Excuse me, twelve and six or yeah, twelve and five. Okay, could sleepwalk to twelve and five. They probably end up being thirteen and four, and they'll be fine, fine. But considering last year's dominance, considering how he looked at Sirianni, considering Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate and probably wins it last year if he doesn't get hurt. Considering all the expectations and all the money spent and how they thought Howie Roseman won the draft with a couple of his draft picks, losing three in a row right now, especially losing last night in Seattle, it's kind of a yikes. But it should have been foreseen because trappings of fame. Trappings of fame. All right, coming up next, guess who's not going to play football the rest of the season? His name is Aaron Rodgers. Would he have actually played had the Jets not been atrocious? I'll give you my thoughts next. But first, winter, well, it's here, not just coming. We got rain in the Southland. Anybody get rain last night? A little rain earlier today? All right, a little snow in the foothills. That'll be great. For others, wherever you are, wintery mix. I know in Florida this weekend, you guys are just getting bombed with rain, right? Holy cow. You guys stay safe down there. Right. Northeast, cold weather. You got sleet, slush, snow, ice, wintery mix, whatever it means to you. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to per- get, get personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installations available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you, your home or work and install them on site. It's the ult, uh, it's the ultimate inconvenience. You know what? They actually bring new tires to your home, okay? And you go to TireRack.com slash sports. Check out their Goodyear test results. Get their special offers. They've been doing it for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. Just go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. Middlecoff's going to join us in a second, right? I'm going to ask him about Aaron Rodgers. I was going to rant about it, but I'll ask him about it instead. I have never heard this song before. It's on this uh, Amazon Prime commercial that's been um, for a while now. Mm. The uh, Dancing Llamas. Mm, the Dancing Llamas. Yeah. What what would it be? What would the commercials be on? Uh, I've usually seen them on during. Uh, Monsi can probably help me out this. It's usually been on like football games. I've, I've seen on Thursday Night football and other uh, stuff. That on makes the Amazon, sense. The Amazon one, yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm okay. I. I was in a bad place watching Thursday Night Football last night. I can, I can understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bad place. Bad place. I, I was in a bad, bad place places. seeing Matt Patricia on the sidelines for the Eagles. Problem solved, right? Problem solved. Yeah. So let's welcome in John Middlecoff, Three Now Podcast extraordinaire. He joins the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so here's what I said about the Eagles. Like, classic trappings of fame. You know, Sirianni goes from the stumbling fool at his press conference to, oh man, he's confidence, he got swag. 
And then when you start losing and you lose your coordinators, now he kind of becomes annoying. Right? Jalen Hurts goes from not making a lot of money. We finally got rid of Carson Wentz too. One of the highest paid players in the league. The expectations are raised. No co- different coordinators. Personnel's not nearly as good on defense. Schedule's much more difficult. It's all the basic trappings of fame or of being a Super Bowl team. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually have more faith in Jalen than I do in the head coach. Because even last night, I mean, Jalen's sick. Making, he made a bunch of plays. You watch the head coach. What's he doing? Right? He, he's just already the CEO head coach in his early 40s. You know, part of like Tomlin or Harbaugh, even as Belichick aged, makes sense. But like, how did Sirianni just become this grand poobah so fast? And the answer is, because he tried to call offense and he couldn't. And then he loses his coordinator. So we know he knows nothing about defense because their defense was kind of hit or miss even when they had Gannon. It was more just defensive line. And now defensively, they're having some issues. But offensively, they clearly haven't been as good this year. But he's an offensive coach. So can he not call the plays? Can he not fix anything? Because ultimately, let's face it, Seattle – they actually improved because they benched Jamal Adams, who, what a disaster. He didn't even, I guess Pete said today he didn't even show up to the stadium. So, I mean, talk about a quitter, front runner. That I, I do think. Why did they bring, like, can I ask you a question? Like, why would you bring Jamal Adams in? Like, that just seems like such a bad idea. I mean, just, just an awful, awful. That's of all their bad moves over the years, and they've made a few. I would imagine that's easily their biggest regret, that that trade. Absolute disaster. But I think when you look at the Eagles, they they, kind of have a coaching problem right now. Like, what can their head coach do now to fix the problem? And, you know, if the Niners had some issues on offense, like, well, Kyle will get it figured out. The Rams is like, well, Sean McVay can figure it out. They're influencing the game. You're seeing all these teams with these backup quarterbacks now – it's never been easier to play quarterback. Gardner Menchu's throwing hospital balls. Guys are getting killed. Like, it's is he excelling every generation of the league? Probably not. But still, Shane Steichen is having success with him. Yep. And they're like at the end of the day, their offensive line is so awesome. They have Devontae and AJ Brown and Goddard's back with multiple running backs, and they score 17 points against bad defense. Uh, that, that to me is just because ultimately the defense let him down on the final drive. Mm-hmm. But the defense held him to 13 points for what 59 minutes of the game. Correct. It's so and it's so hard to hold in that final drive when you know uh, it, it's just it's very difficult. John Middlecoff joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Niners social media guy doesn't like me because I said, "Look, I think we're I truly believe we're taking the Brock Purdy story and we're making it part of the calculation to make him the MVP." You know, that because he's Mr. Irrelevant, it's like, well, he's playing really well. They're the best team in football. And, oh, yeah, by the way, his numbers are really good. And oh, did you know he's Mr. Irrelevant? Oh, well, then he's got to be the MVP. Like, is he, in your mind, is he the most valuable member of the Niners, let alone the league? Well, no. But, I mean, there were years when other quarterbacks, I mean, the 49ers have had Joe Montana played on, you know, all-time great team. So did Steve Young. <clears throat> I mean, when Steve Young won the MVP in 94, when I was like 10 years old, you know, Jerry Rice was the peak of his powers. Like, he was the best player on the team. So, I, I do think, listen, the seventh round being the last pick of the draft, if, if, if Brock Purdy had been Trey Lance, I don't even think it'd be a question. Like, if Brock Purdy had been the number three overall pick, he'd be the MVP. So, a lot of it has to do with his draft status. The Niners have been good before, but they never—they they have been dramatically better 
when he started playing a quarterback. And Jimmy Garoppolo's best season, 19, like this guy is in a different world, and that guy was a Pro Bowl-level player. And now this guy is an MVP-level player. Now, if you removed him, uh, I don't think they would be as good as Sam Darnold. Would they still win? Yes. If I removed Lamar, you know, that's the argument with Lamar. Well, I saw him last year play with Tyler Huntley, who I thought was an average college player, make the playoffs and almost beat the Bengals in a playoff game. So I, I think if we're going to start playing that game, you know, it's, it, it'd be probably be more likely to be Josh Allen or, or, or Mahomes. But even Mahomes last year, remember he got injured and Henny came in and made some plays. So yeah, it, it's this is the ultimate team game. This is not basketball where it's clear, like I take rid of Giannis or Steph or LeBron, like those teams are screwed. In football, if you have a good enough team, you can kind of manage. But I, I, I think Brock Purdy, like, I think he's pretty damn good. And I think easily he's been a top-five quarterback in the NFL. Now the MVP, if he gave the MVP to Christian McCaffrey, I wouldn't argue. But to me, the MVP, I think this year kind of has to come from the 49ers, especially if they finish, you know, if they take out Lamar this week and then finish with the number one seed. If you want to give it to McCaffrey, I'm not going to argue. Why, why does it have to come from the Niners? Well, they're kicking everyone's ass. No, I, I know, that, but look, it all is related, by the way, to the quarterback, not just because he's good, but because he doesn't make any money. So they have just, and they've done a good job drafting, and they've they made they made a great in-season trade, right? Like, they've done a bunch of things, but it all helps when your quarterback doesn't make any money. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, for, for sure. But, yeah, I, I just think the other thing, who is the MVP this year? Like, the crop is crappy. There's not like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers throwing 45 touchdowns. No Peyton Manning. There's not, you know, an Adrian Peterson carrying Christian Ponder to the playoffs off a torn ACL running for 2,000 yards. I think he benefits from that. Now, I think Josh Allen could definitely make a late kind of throw his hat in the ring here. If they win, win out and win the division, I, I, I would have no problem with that because I think he's been – you know, he's probably the most talented player in the league, what he's doing with, you know, kind of that situation. But, like, I mean, to me, my vote uh, kind of goes back. I don't have one, but Purdy and McCaffrey. And, I, you know, I'd probably vote for McCaffrey because once they got McCaffrey, they became – this was 1987. Don't you think McCaffrey would win the award? No question. Not 97 he'd win the, Didn't Sean Alexander win it one year? Uh. He might have in like oh five oh six. You know, even Barry had that great year. He had to split it with Favre. So it's, I mean, obviously it tends to be a quarterback award. Yeah, I mean, I, Tyree Kill would be the, the the one position player outside of Christian McCaffrey that, I mean, he's so dynamic. I agree, but they they missed them, and now they're playing the Jets. I mean, they they won thirty to nothing. Yeah, but the week, you could argue we, we, the he, week before when he was in the game, they were they were right there. When he wasn't in the game, they were a disaster. You know, I'm yeah. Talking. I mean, I think the offensive player of the year, which usually goes to a position player, is definitely it, you. It probably should; those two guys should split it, McCaffrey and Tyreek. Mm. But here's the thing: on what's the craziest stat of the year that I didn't realize till after the Miami game, Raheem Mozart has 20 touchdowns. 20. I mean, I, I think the majority of our lives, if you're an NFL skill guy and you get 12 to 14, like that's an incredible year. 20 touchdowns, and he's got three games left. Raheem Mozart might end up with 25 touchdowns. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely nuts. John Middlecoff's our guest. Three now is the podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, after seeing the praises of Josh Allen, we do point out he only completed seven passes, 95 yards, and they and they win, and they win. Was that just hey, this is how we're going to beat the Cowboys and stick with the game plan, kid? 
Yeah, I think I just saw a headline from Joe Brady that said that was definitely not the plan. It just started working, and we went with it. And isn't that, I mean, the most basic premise of any coach in, in sports, when something's working, why would you ever go away from it? I don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't think that's any reflection on him at all. Uh, and just more, you know, they were having a guy that looked like Thurman Thomas in his front. He might as well just ride him. And uh, the way the defense was playing, just kind of go a little old school. And let's be real. That game by the Bills, now they, they have not played like that, obviously, in a long, long time. But that version of the Bills, to me, is like the only team that you go, and maybe we'll see the Ravens this week against the Niners, but they just had a devastating injury. That You go, yeah, I, I can see that team beating anybody right now. Can they consistently play like that? Time will tell. But like that version of the Bills, because we know how good Allen is, so if they're getting a run game and their defense is going to play like that, holy moly, I mean, they – Honestly, Doug, I think they're going to end up winning the division because I think the Dolphins are going to lose one of these last two games uh, or one of these last two games before their last game with the Bills. The Bills' schedule is pretty easy. I think it's the Patriots and the Chargers uh, the next two weeks. And then they end with Miami, who we saw them play earlier in the season. They destroyed them. So I, I get ready. That's going to be the Sunday night game I, I would put money on right now on uh, Week 18. What's your level of concern with the Cowboys? Uh, I think we're going to learn a lot about them the next two weeks because it might have just been, you know, ran into a buzzsaw, the the most desperate team in the league who is good. And if they play, if they take care of business against Miami this week and then they beat the Lions, I think in two weeks we go, oh, Dallas is actually pretty good. They're the second-best team in the NFC. Now, if they lose one of those games, I think then the concern is back that is it just the Niners against everybody else and they're going to win this conference pretty easily unless there's an injury. But I do think Dallas in you know 15 days we could be looking and going. Actually, there it was a throwaway game, um, and they're still pretty damn good. But obviously, you know here's the thing: you know Detroit indoors, Saints indoors, Tampa warm weather, Niners warm weather, Philly is you know bad weather in January. But the Cowboys are not going to have to play in crazy weird spots, even if they have to go on the road in terms of weather. Um, okay, so I guess here, here's a, it's an honest question to you. John Middlecoff's our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, where are you on the Ravens? Uh, I'm going to learn a lot this week because I, I don't know if they're that good. I mean, their defense is really solid, even though even as Collinsworth was saying on Sunday, he's like, you know what's crazy about this team? They lead the league in sacks, but they don't really have you know some Khalil Mack or Nick Bosa or Miles Garrett, but they're good as a unit. They're clearly a physical team. They always have been as an organization. And then Lamar just, you know, in the running game, make enough plays. But if, if they can go into San Francisco and beat the Niners, then I, I take them. They might be my pick to win the AFC. If they, they're a five-and-a-half-point favorite, if they lose, even if they don't get blown out by the Niners, if the Niners handle them, I'll just view them as a solid team that, you know, I, I think needs to – it's hard to just pick them in the AFC when this unit has never – Lamar's – stats in the playoffs just aren't that good. Now, I do think this version of Lamar is better than the previous years, but there's just going to be a lot of pressure on them, especially if they're the number one overall seed. I would not feel confident picking them, but who else? You know, I'm not picking the Dolphins. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong picking Andy and Mahomes, right? You, you might lose in the second round, but you feel good about going in with those two guys. Then the Bills are the wild card. So, to me, the AFC is basically a four-team race. Actually, three, because I don't put the Dolphins in that level. Now, maybe they can shut me up. 
but uh, it would be the Ravens, Chiefs, and the Bills in some order, depending uh, on how they're playing one in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers announced today he's not going to play. Do you think he Thank was? God, that story's over. Do you think he was actually going to play? No, I, I don't. Uh, I, listen, I, I've always defended him, but I, I do think it's fair to think this year there was a little everyone that says that he kind of likes, you know, his ego. It's about Aaron. He likes staying in the limelight. Uh, I, I do think there was a little bit of that. Now, I do believe he was trying to like expedite the Achilles process, but I, I didn't think it was a little much. You know, I, and, and I, 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 I don't know. I, I get what everybody says. I do think in this particular case, it was just about he wanted to do it because no one had done it. He wants to do stuff. It's like um, Smoking the Band is my favorite movie, right? And they and, and at one point Jerry Reed um, says, "You know why we're doing this, son? Because they said it couldn't be done." Right, and I think that's 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 why he was doing it. I do think they had easily in recent memory one of the greatest letdown seasons in sports. Right, obviously, like the Dodgers, for example, get knocked out in the playoffs. That sucks. But I'm I'm talking about Um, after the um, after the Chargers. Yeah, but at the end of the they just gave up sixty three points to the Raiders. (laughs) <laughs> with a rookie quarterback, and they'd scored like seven points combined the previous three weeks. And you're telling me well, the Jets? Been, the, char- the Chargers have already been crapping. The, the Jets have traded for Aaron Rodgers, who just won multiple MVPs. But they're still the Jets. I guess they're still the Chargers. But they have, they had, they'd made the playoffs the year before. They had Justin Herbert. They have Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Joey Bosa, Khalil yeah, Mack. <laughs> The center's good. He got hurt. The, he got the, hurt uh, the, the you could argue that Brandon Staley and Robert Sala aren't that much different. People just like Robert Sala. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Robert I mean, Sala's got a better better look going, right? Like he's a like. I think he's he a got, little more. He's likable, but he's got a better look going too. Like uh, uh, Staley's yeah. going bald probably should let, but he doesn't look like he's a guy who'd have a good bald head. Whereas Sala just like he he fired it. Sala's in better shape, whereas. Um, you know, uh, Staley was doing cat and cow on the field one time. We're like, what was that? But yeah, same guy, same guy. Yeah, same guy. Both were awesome defensive coordinators when they had awesome personnel. Exactly. Amazing. I, mean, I, I think there's a decent chance. The other thing on Brandon Staley, like Robert Sala had had multiple years. Brandon Staley's one big year as a coordinator happened in 2020. Unique season. Uh, he had two. I mean, Aaron Donald in the peak of his powers. Jalen was balling. They had other good players. Obviously, the offense was good. Uh, I, I, I do think he was a little bit more of an outlier. Robert is just probably your prototypical defensive coach. He's just very beholden to his coordinator and his quarterback being decent. Awesome stuff, um, John Middlecoff. John, uh, make sure you watch uh, Over the Top at some point in time. So next time I can make Over the Top references, and you'll you'll, you'll yeah, I'll check that out. All right, good, good enough. That's my boy, uh, John Middlecoff, joining us to announce the podcast. Coming up next in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Ooh, is today Rankum Day? What are we ranking? We always do the my my top three teams in the NFL. That's pretty obvious. That is coming up next. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, no, the mistletoe. So we spent a lot of time talking about the Eagles to start the show. And this show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. By the way, if anybody wants to buy me a jet ski, I'm up for that, too. Right? I'm up for that, too. What is that uh, Daniel Tosh line? Have you guys ever heard it, right? They say money can't buy you happiness, but money can buy you a jet ski. And have you ever seen anybody in a jet ski not happy? Not smiling? <laughs> it's a great point, right? I mean, it is. But when people say money can't buy you happiness, it's like, that's a lie. Shut up. Yes, it can. Jet, jet skis work a lot better out here in California versus, you know, I'd see people try to get them in the Midwest. And then it's like, all right, well, now you got to go to the lake. Yeah. What's the matter going to the lake? No, it's just got to find, like, it's a, whole, it's a whole trick to get up to the lake. Well, you know, I mean, fair. as opposed to going to the ocean is easy. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> Got to usually rent a house out near the lake. No, you don't. You can trailer and then you can launch it. I, I'd actually, I, I disagree. Now, the the amount of time, it, but I, I think wake, I think uh, jet skiing or, um, I have gone or, wakeboarding before. Or, That's or very fun. Wakeboarding or going on a sea do in a lake is you use that way more than you will in the ocean. 
Well, now you're not in your head, but like I'm making well, good because points. My, I don't make my, good points. I just talked you out of your point. But my grandparents had like a place near a lake. <laughs> but I know a lot of okay. other people who got jet skis, then it's like, well, but now we can't get up to the lake. Well, why can't you get up to the lake? I don't know. Buy a truck. <laughs> don't have a jet ski without a truck. Are you a Laker, Laker uh, beach guy? Oh, beach, absolutely. Why? I loved the ocean growing up. I had like I love some of those too. Jacques Cousteau videos and like uh, edutainment, edutainment games growing up. I mm. love Jacques Cousteau. Uh, Muncie, lake or beach? I have lake or ocean, never I guess? been to like like the lake. Like when people say go to the lake, that was never my thing. Yeah, my sorority sisters were like, I'm going to Lake Havasu. Okay, bye. Lake Havasu actually a river, just so we're oh, aware. Well, but, then, but it is a lake because it's dammed Tahoe? up. Sort of like. Tahoe, right? That's another Tahoe's place. Tahoe's super deep and cold. I'm yeah. much more prone to, to the lake. I'm definitely more of a beach nev- gal. So you've never been to a lake? I've never been to like a lake or like gone to celebrate 4th of July at the lake or something like that. No. Bo? Uh, I'm a lake person of the two. Uh, I'll go fishing on the lake and stuff like that. It was not a lot of. There's not a lot of joy in, e- in your answer. Like, eh. Yeah, I mean, uh, neither. Kind of sound like Larry David there. Yeah, eh. neither. Neither would be my first choice. Uh, let's welcome. Let's welcome in Adam Kaplan. He joins us. Of course, uh, Adam is our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider and inside the birds of the podcast. Now in Philly, everybody goes to the shore. That's the Jersey Shore. They go to the shore, right? Uh, or they go down to Delaware as well. Uh, or are you a lake guy? And I, I don't know it. Good to be with you, Doug. No, I'm a beach guy. I'm a Outer Banks OBX. Outer Banks. Yeah, that is the place, man. There's for those of us who've been there. It's for, it's about a six and a half hour drive from Philly. Pretty easy. And yeah, I mean, I grew up. Six and a half hour drive is with, not easy. Uh, you know, but it's easy to get there. You don't have any traffic. I mean, stop once, it's good. And also Long Beach Island, uh, New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, that that area. I like for those of you who know it around the country. It's it's a, about two hours from Philly. Atlantic City, not so much. I mean, I go there every now and then if you want to gamble a little bit. We have gambling, of course, here if you want to play cards. But uh, I've done the lake. My wife's from Greenwich, Connecticut, so yeah. the lakes around there. But uh, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big beach guy. All right, there's also beach in Greenwich, Connecticut too. Well, let's just be honest. But not like, but not like, not like the, the Outer Banks. Beach. Yes, not like the not like the Outer Banks. You got That's the right. you got the uh, uh, Long Island. Um, what is it called? What is that called? The area, the water. Jones Beach. No, in between. Yeah. Oh. Long Island and Connecticut. Oh. That's called the uh, somebody somebody text me or tweet me at Garlic yeah, Show. Um, Long Island Sound. Long Island Sound. There you go. Not you need any help for that. That's just me. Anyway, thank you. What's wrong with your birds? You know, it's funny. I, I cover thirty two teams, but I have this this company called Inside the Birds, and my partner and I, Jeff Mosher, we've kind of had it easy. Like last year, they were really good. Doug, you, you know, I've been on your show hundreds of times, so we've talked about how good they were last year. When it comes to this year's version of the Eagles, I warn people they're not going to be nearly as good because the roster's different. But there are certain things that, that you can't account for. You know as an, as an athlete, there are certain things that you can't know until it happens. Or even if it happens, you ask why. So the problem that they have now is, Doug, the le- I, I hate this term, but it's sort of true. The league has kind of figured out the Eagles' offense. Yes, Jalen Hurts did not play well last night. He's, he, he, he was ill. But he's not had a good season. He's been very inconsistent. I'm being kind about it. He's got his own issues of bailing out of the pocket. Accuracy he's dropped off, no question. But Nick Sirianni, the head coach, who is running a hybrid system, he's running a couple of them. Some of it's Todd Haley's offense that he, he coached under with Kansas City. Some of it's the, the Chiefs, excuse me, the Chargers offense that he coached under when Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator for the Chargers and what they ran there. But it's not working right now. Uh, ver- they, uh, they run a very vanilla scheme, a lot of what we call two-by-two, two, two receivers on one side, two on the other. 
three by one, three on one side, one or the other. And the league's kind of figured out the, the run pass option stuff that took the league by storm last season. Teams have shut it down. Nick Sirianni has probably learned here he needs to have a second act because this is what dooms coaches. Sometimes I'm, Sirianni's not in trouble. I'm not, uh, I'm not suggesting that. But long term, he's going to have to take a look at his offensive scheme because people want to beat up Brian Johnson, the offense coordinator. He's calling the plays, yes, but it's not his scheme. Sirianni brought it in, and Sirianni also deserves some of the blame here. No question about it. And Sirianni, because you don't have you know, Shane Steich in there, right? And, and you lost your defensive coordinator, and the personnel's not as good, and you're everybody's biggest game, right? And your schedule's more difficult. Way more difficult, yep. Uh, and all, all of these things. Okay, so what's the prognosis for the playoffs? Not good. Not good. I mean, look, they're already in, but the question is how far they can go. I know, speak with someone with the Eagles today, this guy was like, look, let's just say we win our final three games, and Dallas loses one, we're get, we're going to have the number two seed, and they would avoid the Niners until the championship game if, if both teams make it. But the bottom line is they're a ways away from there, but the one silver star is look at their schedule. Hardest schedule in the National Football League over six weeks, easiest over the final three. Giants twice, and the Cardinals, two out of those three games are at home. The next two games are at home of those three. If they win all three and the Dallas loses one of the next two against in Miami Sunday and then at home against Detroit, the Eagles get the number two seed. So, And it could give them confidence going in, but the reality is they have the roster. You just talk, You and I just talked about it. The roster's not nearly as good as last year. Some of this was planned, some of it was not. And the bigger factor is all these good coaches that have left Siri, Sirianni is not calling the plays he doesn't want to. Shane Steichen, the Colts head coach, was calling them. He did a great job. Yep. And John Gannon left. It, 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 funny, Doug, I don't know if you know this. The fans, a lot of them hated Jonathan Gannon. Sure. They were top five defense. Yeah. Top three in almost every major category. Because they want people to blitz here. They hated him. And, and look what's happened. The defense has fallen completely off. And Sean Desai was reassigned their defense coordinator. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's bad. He he wasn't. He didn't get the defensive coordinator name taked off him. He just doesn't no, get but he got actually, resigned. He just doesn't yeah. get to be the defensive coordinator. That he is doesn't have weird. the same job. He got resigned. Is he's what the saying, um, so. yeah. he's the Dwight Schrute of that of that staff, right? <laughs> he's the he's the assistant to the district manager. That's that's what he's, he's assistant to the uh, traveling secretary. That's exactly that's ex- that's exactly. If you know what I'm talking about, what, what, what he is. Um, is there any buyer's remorse on the contract they gave Jalen Hurts? No, no. In fact, they got such a good deal on it. Look, I, talking to teams when they do these quarterback deals. It, it's not always going to look good. He's their guy. He needs to play better. Like, talking with my Chargers people last week, right? They love Justin Herbert. He just had a, he had a tough year. He got hurt a lot, both, both fig, broke fingers with both hands. Uh, a lot of his past targets had injuries. They, their, their, their starting group of past targets barely played together this season. I know Kellen Moore's kind of under, been under a lot of fire. I get that. But Herbert didn't play well, but they love Justin Herbert. They're, they're not down on him. It just happens. Sometimes you have down years. But again, when it, when it comes to Philly, before we move on to the rest of the league, Nick Sirianni's got to take a look at himself because this is his scheme. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with you. Um, okay, let's, let's bounce around the league a little bit. You mentioned the Chargers. You're talking to Charger people. They made a coaching change. They made a GM change as well. And then the owner comes out today, or one of them comes out and says... Hey, no limitations on what we're going to do hiring-wise GM and coach, which means a reputation that we're cheap is out the window, which means to me <laughs> they're going to overspend. Who are they going to overspend on? Well, look, you got to see. There's always a say. There's always a no, okay, who's going to be available? Because you have to see um, 
the, the guy that they're going to look, they're going to want to ki- see. I think they'll move away from defensive ca- uh, candidate. I'm not going to eliminate it, but I don't think that'll happen because they've got Justin Herbert. They got to get him going with that contract. And Ben Johnson is by far the top candidate. Brian Johnson, who I had put at number two, he goes offensive coordinator. Well, his star doesn't look as, sh- as sharp right now. Ben Johnson is an absolute stud. Uh, I'm told by a coaching source he absolutely wants to be head coach. Yes, he removed his name uh, from the Carolina search last year because it wasn't had nothing with Carolina. He just felt, I'm told, he wasn't ready. He feels like he's ready. He wants to be head coach. He's going to be the target. Now, understand something. There are going to be a lot of a lot of guys. There are going to be a lot of guys out there. But Ben Johnson is the number one target. You, you, trust me, he's going to be high on their list. He's high on Carolina's list, I'm told. Um, but we, you also have to see who else is available. Um, but I, I got to tell you, when you look at it, it's not the greatest list in the world. There are probably 10 guys, some are on defense, some are on offense. But it, it, it starts and ends with, with, with Ben Johnson, the offense coordinator from the, from the Lions. Steve Wilkes is going to get a look from teams who's done a great job. Probably should have been the Panthers head coach, but that's another story. Uh, You've you got to take a look at him. And I'll give you another name now. This is the one defensive name I've heard from a lot of people Ryan I trust Flores. around the league. Raheem Morris oh. is the guy. He is an absolute stud. Yeah, he's done, absolute a, good, stud. done, done a good job this year. In, with, Phenomenal. With, with no-name secondary. Yeah. With, Phenomenal with, with, the, with, with the Rams. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, look, I, I'm not sitting here trying to defame Brock Purdy, but because he doesn't make any money, they and they've done an unbelievable job of putting a team around him, his job's not easy, but it doesn't expose some of his weaknesses. Great coaching. Right. Great coaching, great yeah. personnel, and he's a good, smart player, gets the ball where he needs to get get to. But I'm not putting – he's not the MVP of the league, is he? I vote in two polls, Doug. <laughs> I, I, my, but here's the thing. My job is not to judge how hard or easy it is for him. It's about performance. It's like last year, right? People said, okay, you can't count quarterback touchdowns as your criteria – for voting for MVP. I'm like, well, then why the heck did Lamar Jackson win it? You have to, you have to include everything. That's what makes these guys special. Are you going to take Josh Allen's rushing away from him? That's the, it's like with Cam Newton. People compare him to Cam Newton. you got to take everything to account. Now, I get the point. The system quarterback stuff, by the way, so was Joe Montana. Joe Montana would not have done well in, in a non-West Coast system where he had to drive the, like the North Turner system. He never would have made it where he had to drive the football. That's not what he was, but he's a Hall of Famer. So we could talk all we want about system quarterback. He's the best quarterback for that system. Brock Purdy's brilliant, and he's, his arm's a little bit better than I thought. I'll, I'll say this about Brock Purdy from the, the, the scouts that I talked to who graded him. His arm is way better than people give him credit for. Yeah, I mean... Not a gun, but it's, be- it's no, not but a pop-gun like, arm that people say. Uh, way better than that. So... Uh, like do you do you 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 vote him ahead of anybody else ahead of like is he the most valuable guy in that team? Well, McCaffrey, see, and we have very few running backs ever win it. He so if let's put it this way, Doug, if I had because I don't have to vote for four weeks, but if if I had to grade it or or just give you the names, Dak Prescott just got in the race a couple of weeks ago. He he's now on, on the radar. Okay. Purdy, McCaffrey, two on a lesser. I have to really study that and get some opinions. Two, two is going to be on the list, but it's, I know receivers have never won it. But shouldn't Tyree Kill be on it? Is I he think just Ty- offensive player Ty- of the year? Hill, I think Tyree Kill's the MVP. 
I think he. Well, see, here's the he here's the argument the, against he it. He changes everything so dramatically, right. That he makes Tua, who I think Tua is, you know, he's 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 got some Brock Purdy to him. He's not right. as athletic as Purdy, um, but I think he makes Tua into a star because he, he takes up so much attention and he just makes game breaking plays. Right, but the, the, Ephraim Salam brought this up on FSR over the weekend with me. He said, here's the thing, though. Shouldn't just Tyreek Hill be the, the offensive player of the year, not MVP? I hadn't thought of that because his numbers are ridiculous. But I would agree with your point, though. If you, took to, if, if you take Tyreek Hill away, yeah. they're not a playoff team. No chance. Did you see how poorly they played with, like two when, weeks when, ago? When he got hurt, yeah. What, what, they couldn't move the ball for two and a half quarters, and yeah. it came back. And then all of a sudden, they magically moved the ball. I, right. I'm, I'm, now, I'm completely yeah. with you. Yeah. I am completely and totally on board. Um, any chance Chicago likes what they see? Like, Eberflus, we felt like was good, is gone. Is yeah. he still gone? Well, I wrote for Pro Football Network. Uh, you know, I'm a columnist. I do one every Monday, and I wrote a week and a half ago, and it got, it got me three interviews out of it. People want to know why I felt like this. So talking to my sources on this situation, you got two things involved. You've got a GM who did not draft Justin Fields. you got a GM who didn't hire. Yep. Uh, Iberflus, you have a team president, Kevin Warren, the former Big Ten commissioner, who yep. was going to be heavily involved in football stuff, yep. I'm told, by two yep. people. Yep. One in particular who worked with uh, Warren before one of his stops said, Kevin's not going there just to be on the business side, trust no, me. No, no, he, so, wants, to, he right. wants to be involved in football. Right, right. So he's going to have a say on what happens with Fields and the head coach. So, um, I, I look, I, I know there's some stuff on Caleb Williams, and I wrote this about Caleb Williams. It depends on what checks out. He's the first pick overall if it all checks out. It's a better prospect than, than, than Fields. Now, I know there's some criticism of Williams his year this year. Some of the tape's not very good. And again, we're only in December, so I'm not going to know until the spring. I'll start to get an idea at the Combine and the Super Bowl as well and, and Senior Bowl, which I go to. But the bottom line is, if this guy's a generational quarterback, Caleb Williams, he's the first pick of Oval and you don't even think about it. But Eberflus doesn't keep his job, though, right? It's hard to imagine. You know, I don't, I don't do a lot of speculating on this. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. tell you, were, yeah. were there questions? There are literally eight to ten teams where you could say there are major questions where the guys are coming back. It's A, the team's not as good as they... It's always when the team is not as good as they thought they should be. Too many choked games by Iberflus' team. Now, the thing is, I'm told that he's not lost the team. The team, the players play hard for no him. Doubt, yeah. But why they keep choking games? Not acceptable. Yeah. Adam Kaplan, check out the Inside the Birds podcast or listen to him on weekends on Fox Sports Radio. Cap, you're the best, man. Thanks for joining us. All right, us. man. Thank you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 